Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restore Mind podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Hi, my friend. How are you doing? How has your week been? I hope that you have had a wonderful week so far and you're looking forward to hopping into the weekend and just cruising along. But if you feel like you've had um, trouble this week with maybe thoughts that you're wrestling with or sadness and pain, or you're heavy with disappointment and dealing with a crushed spirit, I wanted to remind you that God sees you. He knows you and he knows what you're going through and he cares about you. So that means he's not going to leave you alone. And he's also aware of what is hurting us and what is weighing heavy in our hearts. So with that, I hope that this would encourage you to bring your brokenness to him because he says he will deliver us from whatever is crushing our spirit. My prayer for you is this, that you would be reminded of how close God is to you in these times. He is holding you, even though it may seem like you are too far away or maybe too far gone. It says in Psalms 34, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So I pray that the Father relights the hope that is in you and empowers you as you hold on to your faith. I hope that this gives you encouragement, that this inspires you to take a moment and just be still to allow the Lord to work in you and through you. So today's episode was actually inspired by me reflecting on my faith and fitness journey because I simply wanted to revisit my why. I have a silent tradition where in February I reflect and visit my why. And this used to not be a thing, but it wasn't until I had my miscarriage a couple years ago where that sparked the reflection. And so I thought about my faith journey and how I got complacent and didn't grow in it. And my fitness journey was a similar story. It was an on again, off again type of an affair. I built a negative mindset towards lifting weights and food in general. And I have learned in the three years that I've been on this journey consistently was that what I thought I knew about lifting weights and food were not true. And I can go on and on about that subject, but Really, I was struggling at the time when I had my miscarriage a few years ago. I was struggling to heal from that. And I didn't know how to forgive myself and forgive others when I thought about the brokenness that I had in my life, how I hadn't truly healed from that. And they had nothing to do with the miscarriage, but all of the struggles that I had came to the forefront of my life. And I realized then that I hadn't truly learned how to forgive. Now, this is probably around three or four years ago. So there were so many ways of emotions that came about. I had felt a lot of sadness, guilt, shame, unworthiness, frustration, anger, so many things. 
And I had internal conflict. I wasn't sure what it was at the time, nor did I know how to deal with it. But I knew that I had to get a hold of it, that I had to get past this part of my life in order to move forward from it. And I remember feeling so lonely and the weight of all that was so heavy. I didn't feel wanted or loved. I remember not feeling beautiful. I felt unworthy and I wasn't confident in what I was doing. And that word for me meant a lot because I knew that I needed peace. I just didn't know how to get that. But before I move forward in my episode, I'm going to put a disclaimer out there saying that I am not an expert. When I say that, I mean I'm not a licensed counselor, therapist, or certified medical professional. So I encourage you to seek medical help if you feel like you need it. I'm just simply sharing my experience in hopes that it'll inspire you to move towards forgiveness and healing if you're in a season in your life where peace may be hard to come by because you are struggling with these things. and. There might be some things I say in this episode that might feel like a conviction or it might feel like I'm striking a chord with you and I don't mean to do that intentionally. But I would encourage you that in the moments where you do feel like you're being convicted or maybe I've stepped on your toes, that you would extend me the grace and do some reflection and and ask maybe why is it that I'm feeling this way towards what's being said in, in this episode. I say that with so much love because Forgiveness used to be something that I struggled with, and I used to easily get offended when someone said something that would strike me as offensive, and a lot of that had to do with unresolved feelings from within. So like I said, I'm saying that with love, and I'm saying that from experience, but I hope that this episode does inspire you to at least think about forgiveness in a different light. So I came upon this devotional called How to Forgive Someone Who Hurt Us by Andrew Farley in the Bible app. If you don't have it, I highly recommend it. That devotional is easily my favorite one that I've read. It's definitely in the top three that I've ever read in the Bible app, and I've read a lot of devotionals. But that one stuck out to me, and I think it was mainly because there was a lot of emotional attachment to that devotional in a sense where I knew that I was needing to learn how to forgive because I wanted peace so badly in my life at the time. But forgiveness is basically making the decision to let go of feelings of resentment towards someone that hurt you, right? So we're making a decision. Biblically, it's basically saying we're releasing the wrong or debt that someone committed against us. And it is a choice that we make, but it's often made by our emotions. However, it is not an emotion. Forgiveness is a choice, not an emotion. And that is something that was talked about in one of the days of the devotional that I read by Andrew Farley. It's a very short read. I highly recommend it if you want to read a devotional about forgiveness. It's a very short read and it's so good. I read it all in one day, but after I did that, I had to go back and just take it day by day so that I could truly soak in everything that I was reading. But have you ever asked if it is hard for you to give someone who hurt you and if you would expect an apology? See, this question never came into my mind until I started digging more about myself. I was having a lot of reflection time. And I asked myself, you know, Caroline, is it hard for you to forgive someone who hurt you? And do you expect an apology? If so, why? I really didn't want to ask myself this question, but it needed to happen because it allowed me to dig deeper into my own personal thoughts and allowed me to check my emotions and see where I was at. 
And then, of course, I said, yeah, it was hard for me to forgive someone who hurt me. And yes, I expect an apology. So as I was discerning these thoughts, I felt like maybe the Holy Spirit was asking me this question. If this person apologized, would you still feel sad, angry, mad, whatever the negative emotion is? Would you be feeling that? And for me, most likely the answer is yes. In that particular moment, apologizing would not make me feel better. So my question to you is, do you have a hard time forgiving someone who hurt you? And do you expect an apology? And if they apologize, would you still feel whatever feeling you're feeling in that moment? Does it make things better for you? See, what I have learned and realized is that saying the words, I'm sorry, or receiving the words, I'm sorry, is not a magic pill to make bad situations or hurt feelings go away. If anything, thinking that someone owes us an apology makes it feel like a debt is owed to us. We are basically holding someone hostage for hurting us. The expectation of an apology will not make things better. Now, it will open doors to having a conversation about why someone might have hurt us. And we can then exchange our own perspective in hopefully a calm manner. But in order for all of that to happen, we have to learn how to move towards forgiveness so that we can begin healing and moving forward in our life. If you find yourself finding it hard to forgive someone or not really knowing where to look in the first place, I highly recommend looking at how God forgives. Look at the actions that he took. We never asked for God's forgiveness in the beginning, but he initiated that. He made the choice to forgive us. And you can see that in the way that the stories are lined up the way that they are in the lineage of Jesus and how things came about. We know the story now. Even when Jesus was dying on the cross in Luke 23, 24, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Even when our sins nailed Jesus to the cross, he felt so much hurt and rejection. And yet, he still asked God to forgive us without us even having to ask for forgiveness. He made a choice. Now for me, I realized that even in the hurt that I was feeling, the emotions that I felt, it was hard for me to forgive. But when I look at how God forgives, it makes me want to forgive in that way. Now, I'm not saying that so that you disregard the actions of someone else because I get it when someone hurts you and they hurt you deep and your heart breaks because of what happened. It's hard to separate that emotion to make the choice of forgiving because we're filled with so much hurt and anger and we might be lashing out out of anger because we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I've done that. And there are times where I still do that where I have to catch myself in the middle of me saying something mean to just completely stop what I was saying and say, you know what, never mind, and just walk away from the situation. Because had I kept going, I probably would have said more things, more hurtful things than I would have really wanted to say had I not been so angry. And the whole point of this podcast is to transform our minds. And in order to do that, we have to look at ourselves and the actions that we take. So with that being said, we have to also remember that forgiveness does not protect us from future trespasses. And for me, for a long time, I felt that if someone apologized to me and I said, that's okay, the action that they did would never happen again. 
And that was my expectation of them. So I was holding them to a near perfect standard. And I myself am not perfect. So you see where that can be a little messy, right? We spend a lot of our time deciding to forgive someone based off of the prediction of the trespasser's actions. So basically our assumptions of what's going to happen in the future. Have you ever thought about your willingness to extend someone the benefit of the doubt based on what they did or how many times they've done something? So if someone offends you and it's the first time doing that, whatever the offense was, the benefit of the doubt that you would probably be more likely because this is the first time they've done it. You're going to give them the benefit of the doubt that this isn't going to happen again. But if the same offense or something similar happens three, four, maybe even five times throughout the period of your relationship with them, it's kind of hard for you to give them that benefit of the doubt that it wouldn't happen again, right? I know from experience that that was me. And if that's you too, if you're struggling with this, you're not alone. I expected that person to be perfect after they apologized, to not make the same offense again. But see, we can get hurt from anyone, close friends, family, even strangers. The thing is that no one is perfect. No relationship is perfect. I used to talk to one of my girlfriends a lot about relationships. This was years ago. And one of the things I used to tell her was that if you're looking for a perfect relationship or a perfect love from someone, then look to Jesus. Otherwise, be prepared to be hurt. And when I said that, I did not anticipate the kind of hurt that I would go through years after that. But those words kind of came back and haunted me because I had to really live into what I said to my girlfriend all those years ago. I'm not saying that to scare you into isolation or to not trust anyone because I do believe that we have a sense of belonging, a connection that we want to make with others. We want to have relationships with one another. But this is the reality, and it's that we are not perfect. We lash out when we are angry. We hurt people with our words. We have temptations that we fall into, and we could do something and not even realize that what we're doing is going to hurt the other person. Because we have our blinders on and we don't see these things until they actually happen. And I'm saying all this because I'm guilty of it. I'm not exempt from any of these. Have you ever noticed that in your faith journey, what remains constant is God, but we're the wavering ones. We're the ones that sin and yet God still forgives us. We walk away from our faith, from God, and yet he continues to love us. He continues to show up for us. There's still evidence of him in our life. To forgive someone doesn't mean to forget. I don't know if you've ever heard of the phrase forgive and forget. I don't believe in that because I feel like physically you cannot forget something. And I know that there's the anomaly of something happening, but we're not talking about the anomaly. We're talking about majority of us. When someone breaks our heart for whatever reason, we can't forget that. But we can choose to forgive. And Andrew Farley said that in one of the, in one of the devotional days is that we literally cannot forget or erase our memory. If forgiveness is a choice, then why are we feeling the emotions that we feel when we're hurt? And I truly feel like those are the lingering emotions that we have from the hurt. Those feelings take time to change and to heal. And we can get healing through forgiveness. So they kind of go hand in hand. Have you ever felt like you couldn't forgive someone because you just weren't ready? You know, maybe you were talking to a friend and they said, have you ever thought about forgiving that person and just letting it go? And your response was something similar to, yeah, but I'm just not ready. I can't believe that she said this, or I can't believe that he did that. 
Has that ever been you? I know that I'm 100% guilty of this. This used to be me too. But at the end of the day, what did that do? Absolutely nothing. It did not release that person of their actions, nor did it give you the freedom to move past the situation. And we want to move past the situation because we're trying to gain some peace in our life. The reason why nothing happened was because resentment built up, which is basically feeling bitter for having been treated unfairly. So we choose to not forgive that person because we feel a debt is owed to us, which is an apology. The apology is not a magic pill for us, and yet we still somehow feel like we're owed that. As we're letting all of this soak in, we build some type of resentment towards the situation or person. And that then furthers our struggle in trying to make the choice to forgive. Which leads me to my next question. Why is it so hard to forgive? There's many reasons, but one of the main ones is because we are emotionally attached to the situation. We don't want the offending party to be free of their actions because we feel they need to take responsibility for what they've done. But see, the thing is we don't pick and choose the trespasses that's done against us. But we can choose to move forward towards healing through forgiveness. And even though we don't choose the trespass, even though we don't choose the offenses made against us, in Matthew 6, 9-13 is the Lord's Prayer. But verse 11 specifically states, And forgive us our debt as we have also forgiven our debtors. Which to me reads like this, God's expectation of us is to forgive. When we ask God to forgive us, he's already shown us how to forgive. Now it's our responsibility to go and show that to others and release them of this. A lot of you don't know this, but I was involved with the youth at the church that I used to go to. And we were talking about forgiveness. And one of the questions I ended up asking was, have you ever thought about why when we trespass someone or we offend someone and we apologize to that person, we expect for us to be forgiven? But when it's the other way around and we have the choice to forgive, we choose to not forgive because we're feeling some type of way. You see, if we're going to be asking for forgiveness, are we willing to also give forgiveness? I think that's something that I've struggled with for a long time. But when we make that choice to let that person free of the offense that they made, it helps us move forward in dealing with our emotions because we don't have the weight of the other person's offense bearing down on us once we make the decision to truly let it go. So we're releasing the offender of their debt and we can now focus on our emotions and move forward in healing with that. What is one thing that we need in order to forgive someone? For me, the answer I have found is courage. We need courage to forgive because there are times where we may relive the pain someone has caused us. It takes a lot of self-reflecting because to get to the root of why it's hard to let something go, we have to keep digging until we find the answer. I don't know what that answer may be for you, but for me personally, the word insecure or insecurity came to my mind. And I found that when I was reflecting on myself and asking why it was so hard for me to trust and forgive someone who hurt me, it was because the actions or the multiple offenses caused me to be insecure in who I am. But ultimately, it was up to me to get myself out of that. See, the offending party can only help you so much. They can apologize. They can answer your questions. 
They can listen to you, but they cannot get you past a certain point. And the thing is that you might not even be able to have that conversation to get yourself some closure or to resolve unresolved feelings. But at the end of the day, you have to get yourself past that point. We all want healing, but to get that, we need to work at forgiving. And sometimes it can be hard. I'm not saying that this is an easy journey. I'm not saying that this is one where you hold that anger inside of you until you finally decide that you've been angry long enough. And I know that God made our emotions so that we can feel them. We can express them. But if he created these emotions, don't you think that he could also replace them with other ones like happiness, peace, and joy? You can have peace in your life and you can start working towards that. So I hope that this episode, whether you are wrestling with thoughts, heavy with feelings that you're just unsure what it is, or you're dealing with a crushed spirit, whatever it is, and you feel like maybe you need help in the department of forgiveness, you want to know how to forgive, I encourage you again to look at the actions of God and see how he displays that throughout the stories of the Bible so that you can start to realize for yourself that perhaps this is the way, the way that God wants us to forgive others instead of relying on our emotions. When you make the choice to relieve someone of the offense that they made against you, then you can start to deal with the emotions that are left over. There's so much, so much joy on the other side of that, so much peace on the other side of that. And it only happens when you allow God to come into your life and work all of that through you. All right, my friend. So I hope that this episode was uplifting for you. And I know that it's hard, but remember, you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.